You're listening to the Angels and Awakening podcast, and I'm your host, Julie Jancis. I have the gift of connecting with your angels and loved ones on the other side. The intention of every podcast episode and every service that I offer is to help you heal, to help you raise your vibration, and to give you the tools you need to help others. Why? Because when you take responsibility for your own healing and your own joy, and you use what you've learned to serve others, you're helping to shift the vibration on earth to a place of more peace. And isn't that what it's all about? If you feel called to work with me, we have many services available to you. We offer a new online e-course with a new topic every month. These help you dive deeper on your spiritual journey. We also offer an Angel Reiki certification training program. We call it the Angel School. It's held every other month in person and twice a year online. Here, you'll become a certified Angel Reiki master teacher and develop your spiritual gifts. Twice a month, we offer a live online group Reiki healing session. You just call into a webinar number and listen as I guide you through a healing session with the angels. You can also book a one-on-one angel message reading with me. You help keep this podcast going, friends, when you book one or more of these services on my website, www.jancis.com. That's my last name, .com. Stay tuned at the end of this podcast to hear all about the freebies we offer as well and how you can win a free session. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host, Julie Jancis, and today we are here with Karen. Karen has a beautiful angel story to share with us. And my friends, when you come on the podcast to share your stories, a lot of times, We get so nervous. I talk to people all the time and they say, Julie, what if I forget what I was going to say and I forget to make the beautiful point that spirit came through on? And I tell people to write it down because when you write it down, then you're not going to forget any of those points. So Karen has done that today. Thank you so much, Karen, for being here, for writing down your story. Actually, if you'd like to submit that to me, I'd love to submit it with the book that we're publishing of Angel Stories. Uh, We're just in the process of putting that together right now. But Karen, welcome to the show, and I'd love to hear your story. Oh, thank you so much, Julie. I've had many types of angel, I believe, uh, visitations, and I just feel these two particular stories are very special because it involves two of my closest and dearest friends. So I'll read the first one, and would you like me to go ahead and start? Oh, I would love that. Thank you so much. Okay. And in January of 2017, the mother of a very dear friend of mine passed away. My friend and I have known each other for more than 40 years. Although we don't live in the same state anymore, I often go back to visit. I was able to accompany her when she was selecting independent living for her mom. And these are the types of things that we did together as friends. After her mother passed... My friend felt that emptiness that happens when we lose someone so dear to us. I knew so much about that because my dad passed away on Thanksgiving Day in 2015. Then 10 months later, 
In 2016, I lost my mom. And six weeks later, I lost my sister as well. I was able to help my friend through this as best I could, although I was grieving very much for the multiple losses I had in a period of less than a year. We were always there for each other. About two months after her mom had passed, I was awakened in the middle of the night by a voice that I knew was her mom's. She said, please talk to them. She said my friend's name. She's not talking to anyone. And she repeated it again. She said, please talk to her. She's not talking to anyone. I was so shocked, but I knew with 100% certainty that was her mom talking to me. So the next morning, I called my friend and just asked how she was. Then I asked if she had told any of her friends that her mom had passed. She said, not really. Why? I said that I thought her friends would want to know that her mom had passed away. Then I just came right out and told her that her mom spoke to me the night before. I said she had come to me in the middle of the night with a very distinct message, which was for me to speak with her because she felt she wasn't talking to anybody at all and was very concerned. My friend said, really? She didn't even question whether or not I was just dreaming. She was very happy that her mom knew what was going on and was obviously watching over her. I knew in her heart she believed me. Shortly after that conversation, she began opening up to her friends. And I always check on her all the time just to make sure that she's not lonely or keeping to herself. And she has, it's just been amazing transformation. I know I was visited by someone who had passed to the other side, was given a very specific request. I felt so privileged, was, and still am truly humbled that she picked me to speak on her behalf. Oh, wow, Karen, that is such a beautiful story. We hear so many times of people coming through from the other side like this. And my friends, this can happen to you when somebody passes away, even if it's at work. Sometimes that's a hard one to manage when you have a colleague who had somebody that passed away and these messages come through from the other side for them. Sometimes one of the biggest things that I hear is people just feeling so much fear within themselves to say, hey, this person is coming through. I feel this. I hear this. I see this. And they need you to know. But when we are able to give those messages to one another, it is so beautiful. It is so heartwarming. And it really changes our vibration. It changes our frequency so that we don't have any heaviness, that we feel more of that lightness and can continue doing our purpose, working on our purpose here. Karen, thank you for being here. I know you have more stories. I'd love to hear the other ones that you have to share as well. My second angel story was a little different, but had some similarities. This involves another great longtime friend of mine. We have been friends for over 37 years. Her father passed away exactly a year ago in December 2018. I was very upset to hear the news, and like my other friend, I knew exactly what she was going through. It is so hard to actually know the pain of that type of loss until you've been through it. As did my other friend, she called me throughout his decline, searching for words to help calm her or assure her. It was very painful for me to hear in her voice what I had felt. I truly felt her pain in every way. After he passed, she had sent me a copy of the obituary. I cried so much. He was such a sweet, happy-go-lucky person. Well, same as my other friend, about two months later, I was asleep. I happened to be dreaming of my friend 
being really busy as usual and seeming a little overwhelmed. It's, I knew it was her, although I couldn't see her. I was just sort of watching her work. She always enjoys traveling, likes to stick to a schedule, which is planned way in advance. And I was thinking all of this in my dream, knowing it was her, but not actually able to see her. The very next moment, I saw her dad as clear as day. He was sitting in the back of a church with his driving hat on. He looked right at me, and my response was, oh, hi. And that's always seems to be my response for some reason. I was so surprised. And he looked back toward the front, and I felt like he was looking back at my friend, almost like we were looking at the same thing. And then he looked back at me. I felt he wanted to talk, but he couldn't. Then he was gone in an instant. I truly felt he wanted me to let her know he was okay and for her not to worry and and that he really liked being in the church. Also, I felt he thought she seemed a little bit busy in her daily life and wished she would slow down a bit. Again, I knew I was visited by someone who passed on the other side, and he had wanted me to give his daughter a message. My two friends are very different. For this particular friend, I waited a few days before calling her. When I did, I just listened to her for a while. When she brought up her dad, I mentioned to her that he came to me while I was dreaming. She didn't say anything, and I kept talking, and she kept talking as if she didn't hear me, or perhaps she didn't understand what I meant. Maybe she thought I had just dreamed about him. So I let it go and decided it wasn't the right time. Several weeks passed, and she called me again. As we talked about her dad, I told her again he had visited me in a dream. This time, I decided to give more information and would be very specific. I said he was wearing his driving hat. It was of that plaid design, and he was sitting in the back of a church in a pew. She then asked me a few more questions, and I told her about my other friend, who she knows, and how her mother came to me. I said I felt her dad wanted her to know he was okay and seemed to like being in the church. She thanked me for telling her that. Then she told me how much he loved the church and was very involved with a particular Catholic church. I had no idea of any of this. She also wondered why he came to me and why not her. I was expecting that. I just said I'm not sure, but since my mom, dad, and sister passed, I have been trying to connect with them that I may somehow be more open to receiving messages. It made sense to her, and she thanked me again. We actually had dinner the other night. We talked about it again, and she was curious and seemed to be looking forward to having a connection of her own. I know how much her dad meant to her. I decided not to mention anything about him thinking that she should slow down, but I have told her I feel she needs to slow down. I feel so blessed and honored to have two beautiful experiences, which happen to be with the parents of my two dearest friends. And I haven't spoken to anyone else about my experiences, but since listening to your podcast, Julie, I felt I should. I have had many of my own visitations from my family as well. Oh, Karen, that is just so amazing. Thank you so much for sharing those. I love how you listen so much to your intuition and you don't have any fear in sharing those stories with other people. It's really a blessing. Keep doing that great work. Oh, thank you so much. I really enjoy it. Those, both those instances were such a surprise to me. I, I felt honored both times. Very privileged. When you saw your friend's father, what did that look like to you when you saw it physically? Physically, it looked 
like I was, he was right there. And I felt I was viewing him almost in a pew. It, it was just as clear. It's just like I'm sitting here talking to you. It was very quick. And it was just, he was there. He was just clear as day, as clear as I could see anybody else in my daily living experience. Was there any difference between like how you would see a person right in front of you and seeing him? Because one time when I saw my grandfather just fully and completely, it was as if he was standing right in front of me, but there was almost like a a bit of a translucent to it where I knew he wasn't there. He um, was there, but he wasn't there. You know what I mean? I knew when I saw him that I was having a visitation because I've had them before. Okay. So he did not seem to me to be in an aura. He seemed to be in sort of just like almost like a, like a small, I don't know. Like he was very clear. He was extremely, extremely clear. I don't remember seeing any type of a clouded vision but it could have been I was so focused on him, seeing him, that everything else, I was so, so shocked that everything else seemed to just disappear. I just focused on his face, where he was in the church. I mean, it's possible around the outer edges there might have been, but I don't remember. He was very clear. The church was very clear, and he was sitting in a pew. Yeah. One thing that we do as we develop our spiritual gifts is you start to really tune into when you're receiving information, when you're aligned and connected to your intuition, how are you getting that information? So you were seeing, that was one, but were you also hearing? It seems like you were hearing as well. You mean with this particular one with the church, with my friend's father who was in the church or the other one? No, just in general. I have had the privilege of hearing and seeing. I've heard a lot. I've heard my mother. I've heard my father. And mostly my mom and my dad. And on many occasions, and I see them too. Um, My dad is the only one that has come to me both vision and hearing. Mm. I heard, saw him and heard him at the same time. Yeah. He's the only one. A lot of us have gifts where, you know, you're, it's all the clairs, right? Clear audience, clear sentient. There's a a lot of different clairs that you can be. And that's how you're receiving information from the other side. And really it comes down to, you can, see visions or pictures, many movie reels, uh, you can hear. And for most people, I have heard some people say that it sounds like the person's voice as if they were here. So if your mom is coming through, it would sound like your mom's voice when she was alive. But for most people, when they hear from the other side, it doesn't sound like that person's voice. Most times it sounds like your own internal dialogue. So when I talk about differentiating between the egoic mind and the intuition, what I'm talking about is they're both your internal dialogue. They have a very slight difference in 
how you hear them. They sound just very slightly different. So most people hear their own intuition, but that is how they're bringing through messages from the other side. So it's really mom or dad or sister talking through, um, but they're picking it up in the voice of their intuition. Some people, their gift is the gift of knowingness. Like they just get a knowing. They know like they know like they know something and that is it. For those people, sometimes it's almost as if, and this this sounds so much weirder than it really is, but I'll be in sessions and when this happens to me, it feels like I'm talking, I know that I'm talking, but it's not my mind processing the information and bringing it through. I have no knowledge of what's going to be said. My mouth is just opening and spirit is just spilling through, bringing all this information through. It's almost like I'm I'm not doing a good enough job. So they're like, Julie, get out of the way. We're just going to talk through you. Um, (laughs) I've heard of that before. Yes. And spirit right now, they're like, some people have (laughs) visions right now, as you're saying this, Julie, of Whoopi Goldberg in, what was that movie? Oh, you're a ghost? Yeah. It's not like that at all. It's not like somebody hijacking your body and stepping into your body. It's... You really just don't have any consciousness over it. Your mouth is moving and you're not using your brain to bring through words. The words are just spilling out and coming through. Um, Other people have this feeling. They will get feelings within your body. And I, this is probably the gift that I get the very least of. But if you've ever seen Teresa Caputo's show, The Long Island Medium, she has this gift in abundance. She will be able to feel if somebody had a heart attack, if somebody had a brain aneurysm, she can feel briefly what they felt within her body. I have experienced it when I was going through my training but it's a very intense thing to feel. And so it's just good for people to know the different ways that spirit can be coming through to us. Because as you pick up on these little things in your daily life, the more you notice how you're receiving that information, you're aware and you're looking out for it. So that in the future, when spirit's knocking at your door, trying to come through, then you don't think, oh, I'm crazy, you know, or this can't be real. You go, no, this is it. This is how they work through me. This is how I am supposed to use my gift. So the more you can hone in on that receiving part, how you're receiving that information, the more you can grow your gifts. Well, I, every time this has happened to me, I do have a knowing a lot of times, but when these visitations have occurred. It's always taken me off guard. It always wakens me. And I always, I always know, I have no doubt in my mind of what I saw. And if I were, was just dreaming it or not, there's a big difference for me, because I'm a vivid dreamer. I've always been very vivid dreamer my whole life. I've even had a lot of nightmares over my lifetime. But I know this is a very different, specific type of thing when you get the visitations and it's very quick and I wish I could 
make it last forever and it's usually gone in a flash. Yes. So <laughs> I got to ask you, Karen, um, I really feel the presence of your sister so much. And I want to ask you, who's the younger male on the other side as well? The younger male on the other side? The younger male? Um, she keeps showing me a boy. My sister does? Yeah. Sister showing you a boy. It, 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 somebody who's passed or just somebody who she's concerned about? Is it somebody that she's concerned about or is it somebody that who is with her on the other side? Does she have a son here? No, she does. And I, I believe, I wish I would, she's got three sons and I, she may be concerned for one of them, but I don't know which one it is. I want to say it's the youngest, if that's correct. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot going on there. And she she's giving me my symbol because she's holding up this sign. Like, I can't let you go until we talk about this. Okay. Okay. So, so yeah, I do feel like it is the younger one. And who wears glasses? The boys. The boys? Oh, it could be him. I've never seen him. He might have contact. Okay. You know, um, but, um, yeah, but I don't, I've never seen the other two, um, but it could be him. Okay, because it keeps getting this very clear picture of the glasses. Okay. And how old is the younger, the younger, her youngest son? In his 20s. Okay. Um, he might be 27, maybe. He's got a lot going on right now within him emotionally. And he's got a lot going on within him regarding self-doubt. That he's not sure. Are you in contact with the boys? I just saw them over the holidays. I made it a point to go out of my way to see them. He sat next to me at a restaurant, but we didn't have like one-on-one. I wish I would have had that, but I can certainly be in contact with him. Yeah, I would reach out to him because she just needs you to mentor him a little bit. And he needs to know because he's, he's the type of person who doesn't know maybe where to go to to get help sometimes or to bounce things off of people or just to talk about things. And he needs that outlet, but he doesn't know where to share. And he's one too, she's saying that won't just, it's almost like he doesn't talk about things until it's too late and it's bothering him so much, right? So keeping in contact with him is yeah. really a good thing. And just checking in. And he's one where you're going to kind of have to ask a lot of questions okay. to pull some information yeah. out from him. Yeah, um, I think, yes, yes, that makes sense. He is that type. Yeah, absolutely. Because she needs him to know that everything's okay. I also feel like he's a highly sensitive person, just like you are very empathic. He doesn't know how to work with that. And he needs your mentorship not in a way that you call it mentorship, right, but right. you're there because he doesn't know how to work with a lot of this. And what I see is that with everybody around him, he keeps absorbing everybody else's energy. And your sister says, you've done such a great job of learning how not to do that. She needs you to teach him how to do the same thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Oh my, that's such a wonderful, oh, I'm so happy that 
She came forth. I miss her so much. Oh, she misses you. You know, you are so connected on the other side. We have all different relationships as siblings here on earth. You know, some people are so close. Um, some people are up and down. Some people are not close. But she really makes me feel like you were always there for her, that you were one of her best friends. And she needs you to know that the bond you feel with her is 100% real and true. And that there is never a moment here in your lifetime that she will not be with you. Okay? Okay. That's wonderful. That's so wonderful. Because I, I would, I sometimes think that, okay, she's maybe she needs to move on or something. And I, you know, but, and I, I, I think I fear that, you know, sometimes. Yeah. yeah. Yes. And it is that fear because she makes me feel like out of everybody on the other side, sometimes you feel like you feel her least, but she says it's not true that you're worried about not feeling her one day. And it's that fear that is really blocking you from feeling her. It's not that she's not there. She is there 100%, but the fear can get into our auric field and act as a blockage. Right. Right. Actually, I've been working on that fear aspect of when I'm doing my meditations and stuff. And I, uh, the last few days, I feel like I've really made a big breakthrough. Good. So we'll see what happens. <laughs> yeah, because she flashed that word fear right up there. And yeah. she did to talk about that. She also wants, she's tying that with light energy to, are you married? She's talking about your love life. She wants right. to be there for a second. She, yeah, she remembers that she had divorced almost exactly 10 years but it's taken me almost up until the last month to get over it so okay. yeah it's been very difficult so you're not with anybody right now because she comes through with this message that she really needs you to know that there is that special person with here on earth for you and that she needs you to remove that fear energy regarding that as well because you're supposed to be with this person and it's not like the timing is off. The timing's about to be just right and you don't have anything to fear. Wow. That's, uh, I needed to hear that. Yeah. I need to hear that because. Yeah. Oh, well, Karen, she loves you so much. Your mom and your dad are right there with her on the other side and they will always be with you too but thank you so much for being on the show you're so welcome it was so much fun i really enjoyed it thank you so much julie oh of course i hope you have a blessed day thank you so much okay bye 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 beautiful souls we have so many freebies to help serve you your family and friends Want a weekly message from your angels emailed to you? Sign up on my website to receive a weekly message of love, hope, and healing from the angels. Do you have a prayer request? Go to the homepage of my website and submit your prayer request so that our team of prayer warriors can be praying for you daily. Want to learn more about the angels and energy healing? Subscribe to my YouTube channel called Julie Jancis to learn more about the angels, energy healing techniques, and so much more. One of the biggest things we hear from our listeners is that they have no one to talk to about their spiritual awakening. We created a private Facebook group called the Angels and Awakening Podcast Tribe so that you could connect with others like you and know that you're not alone. 
So be sure to join this group on Facebook to get the support you need. Want a free session? We plan to give away over 240 free sessions with students in the Angel School per year. To win a free session, subscribe and rate this podcast five stars. Then write a positive review and email us a screenshot. That way, we know who to contact when you win. Want to share your uplifting angel story on the podcast? Because we love sharing them. Please write down your angel story and email it to us. Don't forget, be an angel and share this podcast with someone who needs it. See you back here next time for another episode of the Angels and Awakening podcast.